hello and welcome to the pennies pod this is your host justin stewart this pod is designed to give the recent college grad who's still paying off those student loans that you know just wants to save up to travel they need some more pennies in your pocket this is the pod for you a little bit about myself uh, graduated from the University of Washington, avid sports fan, uh, worked with a couple NBA teams on the community relations side, avid pennies gambler, because I'm in the same boat that you are, paying off those student loans, just trying to get some more pennies in my pocket. Today we are joined by my lovely friend, Tyler Murakami. Tyler, what's up? What's up, guys? Always good to be on the pod. Well, actually, this is our first one, so... So it's gonna be on the phone. Yeah, that's <laughs> makes sense. Uh, so let's hear a little bit about yourself, man. Like, what's up? What are you up to these days? So, little background: I went to school with Justin. Um, my gambling history is I started the blog of greatest team ever at the perfect time. I started a Warriors Golden State Warriors blog in 2012. Um, their first year that they made the playoffs. You know, watching Steph Curry kind of take us to the promised land then we got joined by that, that guy Kevin Durant and uh, the rest is history unfortunately I left the blogging world uh, as soon as Kevin Durant joined because you know we're not we're not too big of fans of KD around here um, but other than that uh, I love the 49ers I love gambling and let's get going there you go alright wildcard weekend Saturday Philadelphia Eagles visiting the Chicago Bears oh I'm sorry the defending Super Bowl champs, Philadelphia Eagles, visiting the Chicago Bears. Bears favored at minus six. I'm taking Eagles plus six. Tyler, what'd you have? Um, I felt terrible about this game, as <laughs> most games uh, this weekend. Really? I, Wait, terrible as in just the lines or the matchups or what? Uh, terrible as in I have no idea, but I'll, <laughs> I'll give you my thoughts. So uh, <laughs> Perfect. I'm picking... I'm picking Chicago, minus six. But this Bears team is, like, sneaky good, maybe. They, they only had four losses this whole, se- this whole season. They won their last four. They beat the Rams. They were really good at home. I mean, they, their losses came at home. Um, they only had one loss at home, I think. They lost to the Patriots and lost by seven. Right. Um, so you're talking about a pretty good Bears team. They get back there. Their main safety, Eddie Jackson. Um, a cold weather Chicago defense at home attacking Nick Foles. Like, I know Nick Foles did it last year and he's on a hot streak recently, but you know. You don't trust him? At, when you look at the stats and you look at 12 and 4 and a really, really good defense um, in the playoffs, in the cold. You know, they have a great defensive coordinator. Shout out Vic Fangio, former 49er DC. <laughs> I was about to be like, why are you shouting him out? What's what's the connection there? <laughs> you know, this is a this is a really good Bears team. I could see Philadelphia covering, but I don't know if I could see. I just see that the Chicago Bears, Clint Mack, and that defense is just going to destroy um, the Eagles' offensive line. So I'm taking. Taking Chicago minus six. I don't feel super confident about it, but uh, you know, it's it's mainly due to the defense. And when I look at the teams, I'm talking about Philadelphia, who is what is Philadelphia like nine and seven? Yeah, just barely got in the playoffs. 
Philadelphia nine and seven. Like I don't think when I, I just don't think they're the same team. Um, and, I, and I think going to Chicago is pretty tough. So I'm gonna take Chicago minus six. Yeah, this one was tough. I went Eagles plus six because of Foles and their run last year. The classic, you know, I'm going to carry it over even though he's only played, what, four games? Maybe yeah. five, four or five. Um, but he's looked good in them, at least good enough to cover the spread. I don't think they're going to win, but I do think it's going to be it's going to be within six points. It's going to be a little funky game. It's going, Like you said, it's going to be cold. They're going to run the ball a lot. That's Chicago. Um, they got their playmakers in Cohen and Josh Howard. But uh, – it's going to be a grinded-out game. It's going to be a classic Chicago playoff, just at-home game. Uh, I saw a stat, who was this, on Twitter from Joe Osborne. No idea. Uh, but let me read this out, which I thought was interesting. And and the reason why the Lions favor the the home team is uh, since 2007, the home team of Wild Card Saturday is 14-7-1 against the spread. So that's um, – and also noted that the favorite is 11-3 straight up in the last 14 uh, wild card games, which is pretty interesting. So I don't – because comparing to the NBA, I don't think home court matters tremendously against, you know, the LeBrons, the Currys, and the Durants. Uh, but in football, in the playoffs, like, you, really, you need that home field advantage. And the Bears have that. Well, I think that's why the line was up to six. But – I think Eagles cover. I'm a Foles believer. I visited Arizona my freshman year. I saw him play basketball. He dunked on someone. I thought it was insane. He also wore like an armband and a headband I thought was really unnecessary. But uh, I'm all in on Foles. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Foles had his miraculous run last year. It's kind of, I don't think he hit the lottery twice. So. so let's move on to the Chargers against the Baltimore Ravens. In Baltimore, Baltimore's favored by three. Uh, I'm taking the Chargers by three. I think they'll cover. I think they'll win. And uh, they're also my sleeper Super Bowl pick. I don't know why, you know, but I'm feeling the Chargers. Actually, you know what? I do know why. Phillip Rivers. He has nine kids. Does he have, what, is it nine now? Eight or nine? He's building himself yeah, an old team. Yeah, that he's, sounds right. He's been building himself a scout team. He's been running plays with his family. He knows. He's prepared. Uh, I think this is Phillips' year. The thing that concerns me about him is throughout my years of playing Madden, I've never been afraid of playing against him or picked him in a fantasy draft. And so that's my critique of am I scared to bet against you? What, what, what do you have? Well, the Ravens come in hot. They're 6-1 they're down the strip. But, you know, I'm going with the Chargers, too. It makes no sense. But uh, Phillip Rivers is 3-0 and in wildcard games. I think it's really hard to beat two teams twice, the same team twice, like in a couple weeks. Yep. Um, I think that the Chargers have, like, a pretty good team, actually, and that, you know, they'll, they'll have a, an answer this time around for Lamar and his kind of read option that he has going down. Um, I think just due to pure talent, I, I like the Chargers in this game. Um, are you a, are you a Lamar Bell believer? Has a 98.5 rating all the time. I am a Lamar fan, but, you know, a little spoiler down the road for my Houston pick. I'm in college, 
Lamar didn't always come up as big during in the biggest games like Deshaun did. So uh, I like I like Philip Rivers' track record in the postseason, at least in wild card games. It's, he's never lost a wild card game, so I'm, go, I'm going there. I'm riding with the Chargers. I think Chargers plus two and a half. Like, give me that on the road. So we both agree. Chargers plus three. Philip Rivers, like you said, undefeated in wild card games. You know he's gonna walk up that walk up and down the sideline with that weird look snake face thing he does all game, and uh, yeah he's gonna come out of Baltimore with a W. All right, so let's move to Indianapolis at Houston. Houston's minus one and a half. I think Deshaun and Hopkins are the best quarterback wide receiver duo in the NFL right now. Certainly in the playoffs, he catches everything. Deshaun has he's got some wheels on him. Coming off the ACL uh, injury, but he looks 100%. He's confident out there, making throws, stepping into them, and using his legs when necessary as well. So I got Houston, minus one and a half. They played earlier this year. Hopkins had a great first game, I think, week four. He had 10 receptions, 169 yards, one TD. Woo. I mean, he's the best wide receiver in the game for a reason. And then week 14 happened, and then four receptions, 36 yards, one TD. So we found the end zone in both games, but a severe drop-off from week four to week uh, 14. I think he's going to have a big wild-card weekend. He's ready for the moment. And my hidden gem for the week, or uh, for this game, Jadavion Clowney. I'm a believer. Never sold my Clowney stock. I think he's going to be a beast on the defensive end. Yeah, I like Houston minus one and a half. I mean, I think it just comes down to who you like in big games. I think Locke has a 3-3 three three record in the playoffs. Comes in with nine TDs, 12 INTs all in his career Ooh. playoff stats. Uh, on, the, on the other side, Sean, you know, as we've seen in college, kind of rises to the occasion during big games. I like Houston at home, only giving, only giving him one and a half. Um, I think this is the most confident I am with the picks this week. So I like Houston minus one half. Yeah. No, uh, I'm feeling good about this one too. All right, so let's move on to Seattle visiting the Dallas Cowboys. I feel like they play in, this, in the wild card like every year. I don't know. Uh, well, how many times are they going to show the Tony Romo fumble? Yeah, over under, over under nine and a half. Under. Under. <laughs> <laughs> over under nine and a half on all programming. I'm sorry, I'm I mean, how, are, how are you going to watch all programming? They're going to show it at least two or three times on NFL Countdown. That's one, yeah. Probably, probably once or twice on the Fox show, once or twice on CBS. Are you counting like fantasy football now? They might show it then. No. <laughs> uh, is NFL Live a thing? NFL Primetime? I watch a lot of NFL shows. Yeah. They have NFL Network now. Red zone, probably. Yeah. So. Okay. So, are you? If you watch all the, okay. If you watch all the programming, how awful is Terry Bradshaw? Because that's my Sunday routine is to mute him and the Fox. It's like they, it's like they went out and got all the biggest guys like physically, and they're like, hey, let's stuff them into a tiny desk. Oh, we have four people. You know what? Toss and Strahan in there. Let's make a fifth, but not, let's not make the desk any bigger. And Terry Bradshaw, he can't even get through his his highlights. He just stumbles through. It's like he, he just doesn't know what's going on. I think Terry Bradshaw was on that show, The Masked Singer. That's my hot take of the week. I think he was one of the characters. But. Do they not reveal it at the end? 
No, it's pretty dumb. They only review like once a week. Wait, what? So how many? Oh, wait. There's how many singers are there? There's like six singers, and then one of them <laughs> they only review one uh, reveal one a week. But one of them sounded like Terry Bradshaw because he couldn't understand a goddamn thing he was saying, and <laughs> uh, yeah, he sounded like Terry Bradshaw. Little sidetracked. Uh, all right, so, so Seattle at Dallas. Dallas minus one and a half. Dak is probably the most average quarterback we've had. A nice, uh, kind of a, a darker Brad Johnson. Um, so I don't feel confident betting on him. <laughs> but uh, Mari Cooper's came in. That ended up being a, probably a job-saving trade for uh, for Garrett. He'll get extended. Dak will they have to pay Dak now, which, I mean... Would you want to pay Dak or Derek Prescott? No, I don't want to pay Dak, but I, <laughs> I, I am picking Dallas too. I think that um, you know Seattle just lost to the 49ers, and as a 49er fan, that's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, they almost lost to the Cardinals. That being said, you know playoff history would suggest that Pete Carroll is going to have him ready. Wilson's three and a all time, and wild card games you know eight and four in the playoffs so they're used to big games but uh dallas at home um was great this year seven and one at home they only had that one fluky loss to tennessee so there you go time i I feel pretty good about (laughs) pretty good about picking dallas at home it's going to be a heavy dosage of deke um probably a little bit of cooper and I, i don't think seattle's running game will be able to to uh score enough points i like dallas this game and i feel fairly confident about that so yeah uh for me it was the home field advantage that that kind of pushed dallas on me when it comes down to in the fourth quarter do i want wilson or do i want dak with the ball you know who am i scared for or who i I don't want to bet against russell wilson because you never know and i've shied away from bets throughout the season against him or against the seahawks because of that that Wilson and Seahawk factor. I mean, how many times they're much, they're they're like the Warriors in a sense, to where they it seems like they just get no, lucky. No, they just get right they I'm just get there. lucky sometimes. Just no, the ball wait, bounce the, the ball bounces just their way. What the hell? Seahawks. That's a hot the take. Seahawks aren't like the Warriors. The Seahawks are like uh, and the luck factor. <laughs> the Seahawks. There isn't a. Uh, NBA comp of the Seahawks because they've always been like mediocre that they've done well in the playoffs. I don't know that. Maybe like the Cavs actually. <laughs> the Cavs. Oh, all right. Yeah, and then you're comparing Wilson to LeBron. All right, so let's move on from that. Uh, <laughs> no, so we have. So we agree. Dallas minus one and a half. Um, or who has biggest who, surprise? If Philadelphia gets past this week, then I really like them going far in the playoffs. But I, I don't think they get there. Um, I think the close games are going to be Colts, Texans, probably Baltimore Chargers. This will put pennies in your pocket, guaranteed. I think we agreed on all of our picks except for Philadelphia, Chicago, right? I think so. I put, yeah, Eagles plus six, you put Chicago minus six? Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Uh, yeah, tough ones. That one's to pick from, but should be good. I think I'm most intrigued by how the charges will adjust to Lamar Jackson. Like what adjustments will they make? Cause now we're going to see if he can pass the ball, if the playmaking is creative on the, uh, on the opposite side for, for uh, Baltimore. 
because uh, they're going to have to get him rolling out. They're going to have to get him outside the pocket to scramble around and do his Lamar thing. So, but I can see the Chargers just making him a pocket quarterback like a la Vic back in the day. Uh, so I'm excited to see that and how he adjusts. All right, so we're going to close this uh, podcast out with our office moment of the week. Tyler Murakami, start us off. My Since this is our first podcast, my office quote of the week is sometimes I will start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. <laughs> and that's uh, kind of how I feel about this podcast. That is perfect. I feel that same way. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, thank you for listening. We'll be back every week. Pre- we uh, will appreciate all feedback. So drop us a like, drop drop us a subscribe, and we will be back next week with some more Penny's Pod.